Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast, where we read a chapter of the Bible each day. Also, follow us on Instagram at In God We Trust podcast for more insights on our daily readings. Today's Bible reading is going to be the second half of Matthew chapter 5. And in this chapter, we will read about adultery, divorce, oaths, an eye for an eye, and love for your enemies. So, let's get right into it. Matthew chapter 5, part 2. Okay, before I read this, I'm going to be reading about adultery. So, when I'm reading this, just remember the title of this is Adultery. And try to connect the two readings. Okay, let's get right into it. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her heart, with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Okay, that was adultery. So, he said, you have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery, but Jesus Jesus is telling us if we even look at a woman and we're like, oh, she's pretty, like in our minds, or just even think of stuff like that, that is committing adultery because we we thought that and we thought that with our like heart and our mind. So that is also committing adultery. So it's that's the exact same thing as as actually committing the sin. And then he says, if your right if your eye is causing you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. So what he's saying here is is basically you need to turn away from your sin because you're not it's not leading you into a good place and it's he's saying it's better to actually like be blind than to continue your new ways so you should change in your ways he also said to cut off your your arm if it is causing you to sin but I mean we're sitting here thinking like who would ever actually do that, you know? But, I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy to think about how he even said that. Like, I wonder if someone out there has actually done that. I bet that someone has at some point in time. But, yeah, he said it's better for you to do that than to have your whole body thrown into hell. So... He's warning us right there. 
Okay, this next book is um, about divorce. So, so just be thinking of divorcing, uh, just breaking up a husband and a wife. Okay. It has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Okay, so that is the little book. These are really short, short and simple. So he just said here, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. So that happens nowadays, you guys. When people break up, they actually get a, a documented divorce. So, and he also says, But I tell you, anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, so that means, like, if if you divorce your wife for for anything other than not being... Uh, not being faithful, like, yeah, I guess, yeah, they are perfect. If you, if you divorce her for anything other than being unfaithful, this will cause her to become an adulteress. And then anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. It just seems like a little, a little, I don't know. Like, move from here to here, then that guy is with her, and then he's committing adultery. So, I don't know. It's something to think about. It's a little, uh, I don't know. I feel like I didn't do the best job explaining that, but it's fine. Okay, now let's go on to O's. Um... This is like a, like, I make an oath to the king, you know, like, a little, like, night guy being, uh, ignited, not ignited, uh, wow, what's that called? Where they, like, have the sword, like, touch their two shoulders. See what I'm saying there? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but this is oaths. Again, you have heard that it was said to people long ago, do not break your oath, but keep the oaths you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even simply one hair white or black. Let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Okay. Um, there was, there was quite a few things in here. Um, so the first thing he said was, but I tell you, do not swear at all either by heaven, so that means swearing 
like uh like using God's name in vain, like uh heavenly swearing, I guess. Or sorry, I need to pause it real quick and sneeze. Alright, I'm back. Sneezing is pretty fun. Feels pretty good. Okay. So he says, Do not swear by heaven and not and do not swear at all. Either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth. So that means swearing on earth. Just don't do it. For it is a footstool. For it is God's footstool. Or by Jerusalem. For it is the city of the great king. So what he is saying here is we shouldn't be swearing at all. Even if we think... Um, even if we think, oh, well, it's just words. Like, we just made up words. They don't even matter. But God is telling us right now, don't swear at all. Because usually when you swear, um, you're usually, like, upset with someone or something. And it's just, like, under your breath, you're like, So, try to work on that if you, uh, you kind of do that often he also says and do not swear by your head for you cannot make even one hair white or black so what he's saying here is we can't control anything so we shouldn't get upset or worked up about situations or or basically anything because we can't do anything anything that we want to happen if God wants it to happen he will make it happen see what I'm saying there it's just I don't know it's something to think about I like this one though he says simply let your yes be yes and your no no Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So, if someone's asking you a question, just answer them yes or no. You don't have to say anything else. Just yes or no. I know that that seems pretty weird, but if you think about it, once you answer a question, you've already answered the question. Like, you don't have to keep talking because usually you just, I feel like the more you talk, the more you just get yourself into trouble. See what I'm saying there? Because then you accidentally say something that you shouldn't have said or or you accidentally offend someone that you're, like, right next to. So, I don't know. It just usually leads to no good, but I don't know. Okay, well... That is O's. And the next one is an eye for an eye. We have eye for an eye and love your enemies left. So let's continue. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, Turn to him the other also. And if someone wants to sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. 
If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Okay, there we go. That is an eye for an eye. So he says, so Old Testament, um, God used to say an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But now he is telling us, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you in the face, turn to him the other side of your face and ask him if he wants to strike the other side. Just show him. This is where the turn the other cheek comes from, the saying. Because if someone wants to hit you, I mean, just go ahead, let them. So, I'm sure that in the moment, well, no, I guess I'm not sure. But in the moment, if anything gets heated, just remember that. And just... Always try to keep your cool at all times because you never have to worry about anything because you always know that God is there and he will protect you. So you can just always just be a cool cucumber. Okay. And if anyone wants to take you or your tunic, sorry, if anyone wants to sue you, and your tunic. Let them have your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go a mile, go with him two miles. So what are you saying here? If someone wants to sue you for some of your items or something, don't bother about it. Just give him that item and then give him something else as well. Because maybe that'll help out the situation. But I don't know. It's just it's just weird to think about because no one ever thinks of this stuff. Like, it's not our human nature to just be like, oh, here you go. And then also give him more after that. Like, that's just not how we roll. It's not how... It's not how we grew up. You know what I'm saying? But also, he says if someone wants you to walk a mile with him, go with him two miles. So, um, I don't really know the situation here, but I'm just, right now, I'm, I'm putting it to our times. It's like driving for an hour with someone, um, to go like pick up like a couch or something and bring it home. So, basically what it's saying is, if someone asks for your help, you should go help them out and don't fuss about it because, I don't know, we just got to be helping each other out. So, yep. Okay, the last one. Okay, there is this last one. It is love for your enemies. And then there's a little life in Bible times side note in the Bible. So I'm going to read that and then I'll give a little recap and then I'll do the little life in Bible times, and then we'll be done. So, here we go. Love for your enemies. You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, 
love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not pageants do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So, what are you saying here is, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. That was Old Testament times. So now he's telling us, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute against you. That's like a, what's it called? The Lord's Prayer, maybe? Where he says, um, and we forgive those who trespass against us. Oh, forgive us for, we forgive those who trespass against us. So that's what he is talking about there with that. So he's saying, oh, he's not saying that here. But I remember him saying one point in time, if we don't forgive those who trespass against us, then he won't forgive us for our trespasses against other people. So we need to have a forgiving heart and just, just forgive people. If right now you're listening to this and you're thinking of a moment in time with someone, just forgive them because it's never worth it. It's just not worth it. Just move on with life and just forget it. Okay. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and unrighteous. So, God takes care of both the people that love him and uh, follow him and the people who do not. So, so yeah, we can't really control anything. If you love those who love you, what re reward will you get? So he's saying, if we like walk in a room, there's 10 people and we know like five of them, we walk in there and we know those five people and then we only talk to those five people that's not really like spreading out and going to meet new people and talking to them and whatnot but yeah are not even the tax collectors doing that so that's what he means by that like tax collectors will go in and do that and only love the people that they know and if you are great to your and if you greet only your brothers what are you doing more than others so we need to just be spreading out and talking with people and and spreading the love okay and then he says be perfect therefore as your heavenly father is perfect so yeah interesting okay well let's just try to be perfect guys okay now 
life in Bible times. Giving to the needy. The Jewish, the Jewish people believed that God would bless people who gave money to the poor. But God was not pleased with those who gave only when they were sure others would see them. These people cared more about what people thought than about God's blessing. So what what that means is that God will honor and uh, basically pay back dividends uh, to people who give to the needy and the poor. So, but not to the people who will do that stuff strictly in front of people because they want praise from men. But if you're going to do that, do it in silent and do it alone and and then you will get rewarded. So, yes, that is what that means right there. Okay, well, I went a little long today, but that's okay. But uh, thank you for listening. And don't forget to check us out at, um, I guess, Twitter now too. But then also Instagram. And thank you for listening. And have a nice day. God bless.